there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Matt Zahn. Well, speaking of what you were doing a decade ago, or even going back a little bit farther, when you were an undergrad, you went to Hartford County College, and you had a major of business, not politics, not public policy, not government. Did you know what you were going to do with that degree, Matt, when you graduated? No, I, I didn't. But business and politics are very tightly intertwined. So I, I think it, it absolutely helped me understanding elements of business because business is people. It's relational and politics is relational as well. I think that's a huge part of it. The ones that succeed in business and politics understand that human relational element. The reason why I love politics so much is because it's, it's strategy on steroids. It's, 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 it's a chess game every single day. I think what makes it good is people that are, are doing things to actually help others and their hearts in the right place to move those chess pieces. I think it becomes dangerous when there's a lot, there's some people that are malicious about it and, and they, they're in it for themselves. But it was, it was taking business and utilizing strategy in business. And I, I was an account manager for Granger, which is an industrial tool company many, many moons ago. And what ended up happening was in the evening, I was serving on campaigns. So I'd work my full-time job and then I would have dinner. And literally after dinner from very late, sometimes even the wee hours of the morning, I was doing a lot of different campaign work. And that's what really catapulted me into that political world. But no, I, I didn't even dawn on me that I would go into politics. And my grandfather had a huge influence on me. That conversation that we had was a 20-minute conversation. But prior to that, months leading up to his death, we had multiple conversations about politics and the political arena and public policy. So it was planting the seeds subconsciously in me to go in that direction. But I, I never thought of, oh, I'm going to get involved in politics one day. That was, that was, never, that was never the goal. I love it. I love it. So did you have that conversation with your grandfather when you were in high school or? No, it was later in life. Yeah. And that's, that's what the beauty of it is. And for anyone listening, you can always reinvent yourself. You can always go a different direction. And yeah, it was great. And I, I started working on a bunch of different campaigns and just absolutely got the political bug and I wanted to do more and more and more. And what, what's interesting though is I have a strong desire to be involved in strategy. I love strategy. I love helping people. And I, I'm still doing that, whether it's in business or politics. Oftentimes we talk about goals, 
And that's all well and good as a culture to talk about goals. However, I'd really, I'd push back in a little, in, in a sense and say, focus on the map that you have. Are you going in the right direction? Here's what I mean by that. So I, I live right, right outside Philadelphia. If I was to hop in my car and I was to drive to Los Angeles and I type in my GPS directions to drive to Los Angeles, I'm not going to actually take those directions every single step along the way. Why? Because there's going to be a bridge closure. I'm going to get to a road and it's going to be flooded and I'm going to have to reroute and go around. And there's going to be different things that happen from Philadelphia to Los Angeles where I'm not actually going to go all the steps along the way that that GPS is going to take me. But the map is still somewhat the same in that I started at point A and I'm going to end up in point B. So when I started in the business world, I loved strategy. I loved helping people and serving people and getting them what they wanted, right? Filling a need that they had. Ultimately, in the political world, I was still doing that. It was just on a different level. And now I've kind of come full circle in the sense that I'm primarily focused on companies and, and organizations. I still do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching with politicians, but it's not near what I was doing before. However, it's still part of my map of I'm obsessed with helping people get what they want from the psychology of inspiration perspective, from that storytelling and messaging perspective. So it's, it's all in the same world. It's just the goal has changed. See, I have a slightly different take on the way that careers unfold. And maybe it's just semantics. Maybe sure. it's just our analogies. But I would say you're not really using a map at all. And especially to our young listeners, when they start, sometimes I think, Matt, they get intimidated by the idea that you need a map because what they're saying is, I'm confused. I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. I don't know if I want to go to LA. I don't know if I want to go to China. And so what I tell them is, don't worry about the map. What are your interests? What do you want to do for the next year or two? Because I think what happens with our careers, and you and I are both examples of this, is that they are iterative. It's only by doing that you know if you like it or if you don't. And even if you don't, either way, you're still learning. You're still pulling valuable skills out of that experience. And the other thing that happens is I call it magic. I really do. People come into your life. Experiences happen. Sometimes it's black magic like the pandemic. Sometimes it's fairy dust. Like you meet someone who opens a door for you to an opportunity that you would never otherwise have even thought about. And you go in that direction. And so I think it's incredibly, I hope, empowering for our young listeners to know that no matter whether they studied business, or in my case, political science, or fill in the blank, French, American studies, whatever it is, you have valuable skills that have come out of that experience, both hard and soft, that are going to serve you well. That's a fantastic point. 
Yeah, I, I would. I do not want people to have any kind of anxiety with getting in, in, into different positions. And, and and the world changes so much. If COVID has taught us anything, it's that who knows where we'll be as a society in the next couple of years. Someone may study something or be in a role, and that role could completely change and they need to shift and they need to go in a different direction. I think my wife is a prime example of that in many ways. She, when we got married, we're, we're coming up on, on our 10 year wedding anniversary. And when we got married, she was in the healthcare industry. And there's a lot of changes that took place in healthcare and her job <laughs> went bye-bye, right? She got, she was laid off and she transitioned into IT. And it was the best thing that ever happened to her. It was unbelievable what, it, what has happened to her in the last few years. The, the job that she's in right now is an extremely, extremely in-demand position. She never thought in her wildest dreams that that's where she'd end up. We are so appreciative <laughs> that that detour on the road, she had to reroute and it, it was painful early on. But not only is is she where she wants to be? It's so much better than she ever thought. So anyone listening, there's going to be so much, so many changes that happened in the twenties, <laughs> this, this decade that, yeah, really focus on your passion, on your purpose and is what you're doing, getting you more in line with that passion. So you see, I'm sorry to push back on that because I actually think a lot of college students haven't yet identified their professional passion. So I think your message is very relevant for somebody who's maybe mid-career. I think you discover your passion by doing and your passion and your purpose can also evolve, but that may just be a difference of opinion. Well, no, I, I think you bring up a fantastic point. Yeah. So what I, what I mean by that with, with passion, so for someone that's in college, like for me, I loved writing. I really appreciate it. I was on debate clubs and stuff like that. So for me, I really like that element. Again, I was terrible at public speaking, but I really like the writing. I like talking with people one-on-one. -on -one. So where is a good fit for me? I knew business. I would have a lot of strategy. I would have negotiations. So that comes back to the, the debate aspect. And I would also have to work with people connecting with them, again, one-on-one -on -one at that point. However, I knew that that was my passion. I also did a lot of sports. So I was very competitive. So what position could I be in that was competitive? So my challenge to anyone listening that that is a college student is where are you with where you are right now that you're passionate about and what jobs out there could you start getting involved with, whether it's an internship or an actual job where you're going to really be excited about doing that. There's a gentleman who used to be an intern for me that, I mean, he was one of the most ambitious people I've ever met. And he came to me and he had said, hey, I love, I love writing. I'm really interested in law. He, he would always watch shows in regards to law and had a very strategic mind. And that was his passion. So he ended up being an intern and I ended up helping him get a job in, in DC. It was, a, it was a great job for him. And now he's currently pursuing a law degree. But he did that because his, his passion really lined up with something in a, a career and in a job type setting. So I, I completely agree with you. I mean, there's different elements. We could say you know, what we want when it comes to the words, but I think overall our themes are, are, are the same. 
Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.